Christ has given us victory. Christ has given us us the ability to move forward and not only move forward all broken and beat up move forward completely whole like he can restore those things in us right and you know leaning on to on the promises of god that god will take care of it god will always take care of it and his name will be glorified in your life regardless of whatever situation you've been through welcome back to think at the well it is such a cool thing that we get to do with Sabine every week, just get together and chat about um, random everyday thoughts that we have, questions that come up, conversations that we have, and work through these things. And I hope that you guys are all taking these uh, topics that we're working through and talking about them with your friends and family and in your small group discussions and just really forming your thoughts and opinions and questions uh, regarding these topics because I think we're learning so much as Sabine and I are talking but also Mm. just the conversations that are happening from after listening to these podcasts have been so cool to hear from you guys so we're really really excited with what the Lord's been doing and uh, just want to encourage you and all of that. Um, our church has been studying Romans for the past year or so, and every couple of weeks, one of our elders, you know, will just uh, take a bit of a, a chapter and go in sequence and just dig so deep in. And so when Sabine had sent me her uh, questions and thoughts on one segment, I thought, wow, that's so cool because we haven't really gotten there yet with our church. So I had to go and do my own thoughts and digging on this and just kind of um, think about how, what, you know, what do I think about this topic? So the section of the Bible we want to sort of camp at today is Romans 12, uh, verse 21 specifically. It says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And I thought, okay, well, what best way to get into this topic than um, first step into sort of the time period and the time frame and try and understand what is actually happening in that chapter and in that historical period. And so I did some digging, which is always so fun because you get to learn so much about history and and our um yeah, the, the, the beginning of the churches and stuff like that. And one of the things that I found really, really interesting or, or important to know about this chapter um, is that in the time frame that this chapter is kind of written in and what it's being addressed is uh, Nero was the ruler at that time. And a lot of the, a lot of the sort of um, political, there was a lot of political uprise at that time. Too. There was a lot of things that were changing. There, uh, socially, uh, even like entertainment was changing. The way that people were were gathering was changing. A lot of things was happening at that time, and we also know that there was heavy, heavy persecution on the church. And so, understanding this is important for this time frame because it'll help us understand what it is that's actually being addressed in this section. So, if you actually read a little bit earlier from verse 9 it kind of gives us a pre-introduction to what the rest of the section is talking about almost like a header or a title it says verse 9 love must be without hypocrisy abhor what is evil cling to what is good be devoted to one another with mutual love showing eagerness in honoring one another so that's verse 9 and 10 it's talking about love one another 
hate what's evil. And then verse 21, which is the end of the chapter, sort of concludes and brings to close everything in between what is being talked about. It's saying, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So the question we actually want to address is what does it look like or what does it mean to be overcome by evil? How do you understand this idea or this question or this uh, command? (laughs) I think we could talk about it for literally hours or an entire night, but I will just a couple verses before Paul refers to And in verse 19, it says, Do not avenge yourselves, dear friends, but give place to God's wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And how often is that the case where somebody, you know, wrongs us and we want to make sure that this person pays for it? We want to take vengeance. This is one of the things. And so evil we could list all the things that are evil and the bible does that too actually and specifically in that chapter it talks about it as well but thinking about vengeance for instance this is something that we can be overcome by very easily what does it you know you say overcome by evil and the text talks about that too but what does that actually mean is there a difference between evil as in sin like doing something bad or being overcome by evil do you do you know or have you thought about if there's a difference between that? That's one of the first questions that I had. I didn't think about it too much, but if you put me on the spot, which you did, then I would say that, yes, there is a difference because at first you're being overcome by it and then you act so accordingly. What, what would that look like practically, do you think, in in our, you know... In, yeah, say for an example, if you wanted to bring an example. Well, let's let's rest up on vengeance for now because <laughs> it's just right in front of us. And I, I see that. And I know that especially before I lived with Christ, I oftentimes would have that where you're just so overcome by it, like you want that person to pay for what they have done to you. And at, at first, you think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very deep thought. You know how sometimes you think about that and then five minutes later you don't remember what you thought about? But this is not that kind of thought that I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a deep thought that occupies your mind, that you spin deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and you just, until it um, until it makes your every fiber mm-hmm. almost, you know, where it embeds in you so deeply that you almost take on that state of your thought, which sometimes that can be offense, right? When somebody, you're offended by something Mm -hmm. that somebody said or how somebody treated you or I don't know, a look or whatever, but you're so deeply offended because you think about, oh, I I bet that person has thought this and then this and then that happened. And you just spiral down in those toxic evil thoughts and then eventually you will act up on it and you will not only because then this evil has overcome you, it mm-hmm. has overshadowed you and it's like a fog, you know, mm-hmm. because I have hiked in a fog once and honestly, as you what my hair became curly, mm-hmm. I have curly hair and when it's wet outside, my it doesn't matter if I straighten them or not or it, if I straighten it or not, it becomes curly. And so this is how I imagine being overcome by evil is. It's like you are in that state until it like t- 
touches you. It like changes you almost like a fog that's so wet and it's like everywhere. You know, it's almost disgusting. Yeah, that's I think you're sort of leading up to that point, uh, kind of, yeah, explaining it in the way that it starts to consume you. And the way that I um, thought, you know, was interesting, kind of when you look at the historical time period, and the suffering that the Christians were going through and the persecution that um, the Christians were going through at the time, I think one of the things that stood out to me is that, and that we can relate to too, in our time period, that Socially, there's so many things that are changing right now. You know, mm-hmm. politically, it's un, it's, there's a political unrest. There's uncertainty with, you know, what's going to happen with the market. There's uncertainty with what's happening with just all of these, you know, um, medical things and, and all of these s- standards and conditions that are being placed on, on, on people and how it's all going to be in the future, right? And I think that the Christians at that time and people at that time were facing a very similar thing. There was a change in rulers there was a change in what was happening with all of uh their society kind of as a whole and they're saying like what's going to happen how do do we behave what is the right way to respond to these things and the overcoming i think in this text or the way that i kind of view it in my very minimal sort of understanding and it's always obviously we're always growing and changing and developing our thoughts and research but i what i found interesting was the overcoming part is when you start to look at what you know sort of say let's take this example of yeah what's happening kind of in the world and you start to look into the news and you start to you know bit by bit first you watch the news and then you start reading articles and then you start telling people about it then you start writing these articles then you start posting about them then you start you know going out and you you're you're becoming so overwhelmed or over in involved in a way with everything that's happening that you didn't even realize that you've lost um that you've given up control to god's control in this situation and you've started to take control on your own in this situation and so you're overcome by all of the things that are happening in this world and you're saying like i don't even have i don't have like god doesn't have control in this anymore i've taken the control that I've given to God before in my life over this situation, over whatever, and I've given it up. It's overtaken. It's over, like, it's it's been, you know, the world has consumed it sort of thing. And I'm kind of thinking about it that way where you've released, you've, yeah, you've taken control. You've released the um control that you've surrendered to God. <laughs> that's a, I, as I'm saying it, I'm like, whoa, that's a little tongue twister. But yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that you've, um, the, the, the enemy or the devil or the world has taken, consumed your life with whatever situation that you're going through or struggling with or whatever, and you've, you're overcome by it. So it doesn't necessarily maybe start with a sin. It's actually the moment that you've allowed it to consume you, whatever it is that you're dealing with and like you said it could start with you know an offense and you're just like oh that hurt or I didn't expect that from this person and then you let that offense take root and you start to ignore this person and then you start talking about this person and then you start um, actually uh, making stuff up about this person and then obviously 
it's it's out of control already at that point it's no longer you're not allowing god to deal with the situation you're dealing with the situation yourself so that's kind of how i'm interpreting this section of do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good okay as i'm processing everything that you say is it evil to let's say post a political article or be fascinated with politics or like get involved into politics no absolutely not i mean you know that more than anyone that i i love to know about what's happening in the world and be educated about all that stuff i think that's important and i think that that it is important as believers to um know what's happening too so that we can yeah be mindful of the times and not be yeah ignorant of everything that's going on exactly i'm of the same opinion i enjoy i really enjoy politics as well not as a, an active partaker but just kind of like an outstander who is just looking at political discussions from from my own perspective but that being said is that if you are fascinated by, by something or you have developed a hobby or whatever it might be, just because you talk about it or because you post something about it doesn't really mean that you are overcome by it. And that very thing that you might be overcome by doesn't have to be necessarily evil. Do you know what I'm of talking about? I mean? yeah, and so what came to mind as, as you were talking and explaining the point was James 1.15 where James is saying, then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Now, when I spin something in my own mind about whatever it might be, about a person and their behavior, about politics, about sports, anything, like literally fill in the blanks, mm -hmm. but I don't act upon it, or I don't necessarily say anything about it, just in my mind. It it is it sin already? Um, not no, 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 no. And so here in James it says, so you are being tempted. It says in verse fourteen. Actually, I should have should have read fourteen as well. So I'm quickly going to do that. But each person is tempted when he's lured and enticed by his own desire. And so it really comes down to the motive of your heart. And being overcome by evil is changing that motive of heart, which which you know it's like it it it, it is as if it is blinding you. And you don't see and you you rage or whatever it is. And I feel like when we would read the entire chapter, which we won't do, but if, if you would do that, then it would make more sense because it's talking about vengeance and defense and all of that, you know? I think, though, that th what you're saying is right in that context for James. But I think specifically this text in Romans is talking about evil uh, not as in sin, Like it's not your personal um, sin that mm. you're dealing with. I think it's talking about worldly evil, like like ugly stuff that's happening in this world. And sometimes mm. we look around and it starts to consume us and it starts to, we, we give up our um, peace and we're like, something needs to be done. Something needs to happen. Because when you read sort of, Uh, yeah, again, the context in the chapter, it's it's talking about, you know, don't repay anyone evil for evil. Consider what is good before all people. It's actually talking about this 
community and this society that everybody's living in. And it's saying like, yes, the world is messed up, but don't look at the world. Don't let that be your standard. Don't be overcome by it. Like instead, overcome evil with good. Look at what's happening in this world and just pour love and pour Jesus and be the example above everything else. And I think the chapter even reaffirms in saying like, there are awful things happening, but vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Like, I will take care of it. And so that is not on you to take on this task of dealing with it and figuring it out. Do not be overcome by the evil. That's a very good point. That, that's a really, really good point. Um, that's why we're talking about this, so that our, our thoughts can be refreshed in our minds. But when I was reading it, just to kind of circle back to it in like our everyday life in like dealing with difficult people or all that kind of stuff and we know that we have to be obedient to the word which ultimately means that it will hurt us jesus was obedient to the point of death all the disciples except judas were obedient to to the point of death it, it cost them something to be obedient and so let's say a person offends you or like a person um, hurts you in some way and you just really really want them to pay for it then you have to like this is practically in my mind thinking about overcoming that evil with good thinking that hey taking venge vengeance is evil and how do I practically overcome this evil with good is like to take a step forward and to love that person with with something you know bring them a gift oh that's so painful you know or send them a text send them a bible verse and not a bible verse about how they will burn in hell but uh, like a very loving a very encouraging bible verse a bible verse that you have been encouraged by or send a coffee their way whatever something that will really hurt your ego you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. and i feel like this will break you free from that offense and from being you know what i mean yeah. from being like in prison of 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 that evil yeah that that wants to make you think that you're in any way better than that other person ish and i think that's a really really good practical example i would also pair that with the step of bringing it to Jesus and saying, hey, I am struggling with this situation and I don't feel this way. I don't, I don't feel love towards them. I don't feel forgiveness or I don't feel, you know, like I feel offended and I don't know why. Obviously, it's my pride being hurt or whatever, but God help me work through this. Show me how it is that I can overcome this and God will give you the wisdom and the ability to yeah take actions and take steps and he will set you free like when mm -hmm. you when you bring anything to the cross god will set you free yes you will have to apply pressure and apply work and actually recognize like oh yeah i'm a pretty messed up person myself i put myself my needs above this person's need or i put put my expectation on this person when i really had no right to or mm -hmm. whatever and and the lord will reveal to you where you fall fell short too so i think yeah through the through the, this kind of um process that you suggested where it's like actually step out and do something that you wouldn't have normally i would pair that with having a conversation with god and being like yeah let's be real here obviously i'm struggling obviously i messed up and i have this disgusting part of me that's just feeling evil towards this person how do i show love in this moment god give me victory and god will you know and i think this this one quote that i heard which pairs really well with this thought is 
you know, do not let the wounds of your life be the defining moment of your life. Mm. And oftentimes we look at those wounds and these these offenses or these things that people have done and we nurture them and we're like this is uh, this is, you know, why I am the way I am or this mm. is why I'm careful around yeah. people or whatever and and it becomes like character forming things in our life or kind of moments in our life where we look back and we're like oh yeah i learned a lesson there i'm not going to do that anymore this 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 and we sort of nurture it we let it be the defining moments of our life and really scripture again you know going back to the spot it's saying don't let that evil that this awful thing and sure the world is messed up and bad things do happen to to us sometimes like people are messed up in 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 so many ways you know they cheat they steal they they you know whatever lie and people do bad things so we want to be obviously conscious and aware of that but recognizing that that evil like do not let that evil define you do not let that evil be the things that form and shape your life you know because christ has given us victory christ has given this us the ability to move forward and not only move forward all broken and beat up move forward completely whole like he can restore those things in us right and you know leaning on to on the promises of god that god will take care of it god will always take care of it and his name will be glorified in your life regardless of whatever situation you've been through and to close this beautiful discussion, I just want to emphasize that in order for us to know God's promises, we have to know his word. In order to know his character and to know him as our God, we have to know his word. He's revealing himself in his word. And only when we are in his word, nurturing from that, can we really make sure that we are sitting in the boat of salvation in the midst of the ocean of this world and not have it leak into our boat and ultimately drown w with it you know yeah. it's like no you you are secure under the grace of god stick to it and make sure that your boat is firm and safe and complete so that the world has absolutely not even the smallest of cracks to leak in yeah and it's beautiful that you bring, you know, scripture back into all of this, because again, in Romans, through all of Romans, we see all of these commands, we see all of these like steps of, of all the things that we have the, the strength and the ability to work through, but it always follows or oftentimes follows through with in Christ Jesus. Yes. When you're in Christ Jesus, you can overcome, yeah. you will not be tempted, you will have victory, you, 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 you will be healed of all of these offenses and all of these hurts and pains and wounds that we carry through our lives, which we don't have to, we shouldn't. And we, God can, you know, completely restore us from those things. And so, yeah, knowing the word is important because things like that is so encouraging to me. Okay, go back to Christ. If I'm having a difficult time, you know, recovering from a, a hurt or a pain or whatever that somebody's done on me, go back to Jesus Go back to Jesus and say, God, like, uh, why am I still struggling with this? Why is this pain still nagging at my heart? Why mm -hmm. am I avoiding this person? Why am I, you know, maybe thinking evil things about this person? Go back to Jesus. Say, give me victory in this. Show me how. And God will, of course, because he's faithful. Yes. So trust in the Father. Trust trust in his faithfulness. You know, trust in his goodness. And, and put all of your hope in his 
provision in his faithfulness and his guidance and he will yeah bring us through absolutely so as always we will leave you with a challenge for the week again and the challenge for the week is just to take romans 12 and especially verse 21 and introspect and talk to someone about it family member friend a co-worker and just to really introspect where have I been maybe overcome by evil secretly, very um, unknowingly, yeah. but it has creeped in where I need cleansing and mm -hmm. where I need to repent before Christ as well. And he ultimately will give, give victory and get you out of that. So in your quiet time this week, may this thought just stick to you and help you to grow and help you to know Christ better and glorify him more. We love you and bless you in the name of Jesus. Bye.